702. You can call us on 011-883-0702. 22 minutes after 8 o'clock. Yo! Okay, so they come out of the woodwork as expected. Um, those that are saying, oh, no, 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 they're not... They're not. Um, they're not. They don't have a problem with uh, Zinzi Mandela's political opinions. It's just that some of the words that she used uh, are not becoming uh, words like Miss Eunice and uh, Mister Scont. Uh, apparently, those are very, very, very um, uh, bad words, and uh, they are saying that they mean certain things. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that uh, Miss Eunice and Mister Scont is is what you say it is. But uh, yeah, if that's what it is, yeah, perhaps I could agree with you that it is uh, unbecoming of a, uh, of a, of a diplomatic sort of leader. But I'm not sure that that's what really irks you. All right. Dr. Edward Nguenya is my guest. He's chairperson of the African Medical Association. We're talking about safety at our hospitals. Dr. Edward Nguenya, thank you very much for joining us. Really, really appreciate your time. Um, greetings, Aubrey, and greetings to your guests. Um, just to kindly clarify, sir, I'm not the chairperson of the South African Medical Association, but I'm, I sit in the board of directors for it, um, where I chair the trade union task team, uh, which is the body that's um rather looks at or rather caters for all the trade union related matters um or industrial related matters in the south african medical association my apologies thank you for having me my sincere apologies and thank you very much for clearing that up so we've been having a conversation uh, over the last few weeks about the um spate of attacks the lack of security at schools and it appears that hospitals are showing similar symptoms um, of a lack of safety violence we've heard of shootings at hospitals we've heard of patients being treated really diabolically where does summer uh, stand as far as this is concerned um I would say just succinctly, we, we, we share the same sentiments as, as you've expressed. Um, we are appalled um, by the horrendous situation that's currently um, experienced where we feel there's certainly um, a lack of safety in our institutions. I mean, just to briefly give um, a succinct background, it's if you look, one, one is almost... Um, Despondent when one speaks about this because one sat in this very show in 2007 um, where we spoke about a rape um, incidents of a student in Chris Honeyberg Gwanath Hospital. Yeah. Um, but this seems to carry on. I mean, we, we read about it a week ago um, in Prilinomi Hospital in the Free States where there was this attempted rape incident. Of a doctor, um, yeah. At the very same hospital, yeah. yes, the very same hospital in 2010, a doctor walking towards, um, on call, going towards a pediatric ward to resuscitate a neonate was hit on the head um, and raped by three men. And, and and she's still um, not fine, you know. Yeah. We've lost the doctor there. And it continues. I mean, one keeps getting calls um, of, of certain incidences that are similar. But besides that, we're having doctors. 2010, there was a doctor killed in Pumalanga by a patient, um, stabbed to death in Limpopo. Um, similar situations. Last year, five doctors shot. Um, we have the same Prince of Shireni, um, the MLO where we had 
And this, this, this is certainly becoming a problem. You've mentioned in Whitbank um, just recently. I mean, it's on lockdown. Yeah. Um, there's, there's no services there because the patients went in, pulled out a gun in casualty, and demanded to be seen first. Mm. So certainly, there's, there's, there's a dire lack. Um, of in, in fact, I think on Friday there was another case in Soweto where people mm. uh, or members of the community apparently forced staff members to treat them. Um, for some reason, I think that the, 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 that particular clinic is not a 24-hour service. The staff members then said, please go to the 24-hour service. We've now come to the end of the day. And there was apparently a, a literal forcing of, those pe- of the staff members to, 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 to service them. You know, one, while one understands that when one is under real pressure f- in need of uh, medical attention you you really are in uh, in a in a position to to do anything but what do you attribute what do you attribute all of this to all of it collectively whether it is community mm. members threatening staff members whether it's staff members fighting each other whether it's staff members um uh, where i come from in mamelodi at mamelodi hospital there was an elderly lady who was tied to the chairs i mean it was the most gruesome looking situation that i've ever encountered what do you attribute the fact that it is so easy to get into the hospital? I, I'm sure you remember, Dr. Edward Nguyenya, where getting into the hospital, into any hospital, was a, was a mission because of the tight security. What is going on? Mm-hmm. No, certainly. I think, I think the, the accounting offices, the administrators thereof, which is the Department of Health, in this instance, have have dropped the ball. Um, Certainly, I mean, it's very easy to walk into a hospital. I've walked into many hospitals. If if, if you dress appropriately these days, you don't need to. Um, It's easy to walk in, get in, see, do whatever you need to do and get out. Um, so that's 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 a, a real problem that we are experiencing. And now if you work under those situations, I mean, if you work as a, I'm speaking for doctors, um, but we work very closely with nurses, um, very closely with um, cleaners, yeah. um, I, you know, phlebotomists, those who work in the labs, etc. Now, these are people who are working on a basis. Hello, Dr. Nguyenya, are you still there? Uh, are you still Hello. there, Dr. Nguyenya? No, I'm still with you. Ah, Hello. great. Sorry, I didn't hear that last part. Yeah. Pardon me, pardon me. Yes, what I was um, referring to was that it's not a situation that solely affects the doctors, um, but certainly, I mean, the nurses, we were closely related to um, phlebotomists, cleaners who are around there. So, I mean, if I'm, I'm, I'm expressing the sentiments of the doctors, one would imagine those who work, who, who create a greater workforce, um, are experiencing similar issues. So to answer your question directly, I would say certainly government has dropped the ball. Um, but one would further, um, you know, diagnose a societal problem um, where we see that there seems to be a, 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 a lack of, or rather a, a diminishing of moral norms um, and, and, and standpoints uh, where one can have the, the guts or the audacity um, to go and rate that, you know, someone who's trying to assist them. Yeah. So that's a problem. But we, one cannot speak on that behalf because one, what I direct my, my frustrations to, unfortunately, would be those who are responsible for the safety and security in the hospital, not just of doctors, of the patients 
Because someone can do that to a doctor. Can they not go and do that to a patient? Of course. Who's lying in the wards. Um, so that's a problem. Um, and and that creates a, a, a situation where very few healthcare professionals we you know really want to work in states anymore um and and soon we'll see a situation where people leave states um to go to private um or if not private to get out of the country if this does not change yeah. um certainly i mean we i i myself um having gone through all those processes of being an intern concert specializing etc i still remain in state um committed to serve you know the 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 the, the people who I saw um, went into studies to, to I, I, I wish I wish Doctor uh, Edward Nguenya that uh, our elected officials, politicians, all the way to the president, would have the same commitment that they, because they are employed by the state, that they should be compelled, really compelled to use state. Um, uh, amenities like hospitals, like schools. I, I'm almost sure. Exactly. <laughs> I'm almost sure. Yeah, in fact, that. I'm definitely sure that yeah. uh, you would see a change in the mm-hmm. quality of services provided by our hospitals, our public hospitals and our public schools, if that were, were to be the case. But that's a, a conversation for another day. We, mm-hmm. we, we, have, we have a situation where and I've been speaking to many people even last week who spoke similarly to the way that you are doing now, talking about a general societal problem, a, a dearth in in moral leadership and 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 uh, understanding of the value of moral and ethical sort of conduct in society. Now, now here's the difficulty that I have with that, Dr. Nguenya. I'm not saying that your analysis is not true, but here's the difficulty I have with it. I've just had a conversation now, and, and it's probably one that's going to continue now, where there are people who are on the basis of what they've experienced and, and, and legitimate experience of saying that at a particular era in the evolution of this country, there was a certain level of discipline, morality. We didn't have the kinds of system breakdowns that we are seeing right now in terms of security at our schools and and that time was, of course, the apartheid era. And a lot of people then make the connection that says that um, it, things worked under apartheid. They worked. Yeah? And then you develop a narrative of people who become apologists for, Afri- I mean, for, for, for apartheid precisely because of what you've just said, that there seems to have been a loss of... Um, of, of morality, of ethical sort of values in our society in the new dispensation. Now, that might be the wrong way to understand it, but experientially, that is how people are speaking about it. And the connection is then inevitably made in the mind to say, hmm, as bad as, uh, as apartheid was, it wasn't as bad as things are now. Isn't this a major indictment on the new democratic or- order uh, and and, and how do we fix it? How do we get to a place where people go back to a place where they've got uh, moral and ethical sort of standards? Mm. Sure. I think you've asked a, a rather pregnant question um, and one that does not have a simple answer. Mm. Um, sadly, uh, one, would, one would still say, though, it's 
you're speaking on my own, uh, not just my own thoughts, um, would be that we we must be cognizant of the fact that the the you know the institutions as such were opened to a few minority, um, and certainly if I'm treating 20 people as compared to um, 200 people, um, it it may be um, certainly much easier or perceived to be easier. However. Um, that should not be an excuse. I think the problem that is, is that we have not in ourselves continued um, to develop exponentially. If you look at the institutions that exist, if you are ill and you need an operation um, in Pretoria, you're coming from Mamelodi, you need a tertiary type of center, um, neurosurgical intervention, or general surgery, um, specialized treatment, you're only going to get it in Steve Pico. Um, Galafong Hospital, um, and maybe Mamilodi, full stop. You're not going to get it anywhere else. If you're in the East End, Tembisa, um, you know, the old um, BDH Tambo Memorial, um, and if you're in if you're in Jobek, it's still Charlotte Matlege, Baragwanath, Kusani Baragwanath Hospital, Helen Joseph. Those are the very few tertiary centers that remain, nothing more. So um, the population continues to grow, but the infrastructures don't grow to yep. the same manner. Um, and unfortunately, the population is, is that is that not a is that not a weakness? Is that not a weakness mm. in governance? In other words, a weakness in planning for the realities of a growing population. Uh, that uh, while we are so laxed in the way that we uh, handle our immigration and border issues, uh, while we are so laxed in the way that we uh, deal with policy certainty as far as businesses are concerned that are supposed to create jobs while we are so laxed in all of these other issues uh we are having a growth in population uh, that is not being uh, correspondently met by a growth in infrastructure that's supposed to look after these things is that not a lax uh, i mean a, a a lapse in governance sure yeah certainly one may interpret it in that view um, but I mean, I would be speaking just purely my own opinion, um, as I, 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 I am not an expert um, in giving an opinion in that. Well, but but, but Sama's opinion. What is Sama's opinion? To engage, indeed. Um, Sama's, Sama's opinion is that certainly we have a growing population, and our infrastructures don't speak to that, um, and we feel it is a lack of planning. Um, we feel you look at now. We've got um, nine medical schools that are coming up. Oh, well, that's, that are there. We've got a new medical school in Limbobo, um, currently having 30 students. We have another medical school that's been spoken about to open um, in the Eastern Cape. However, our institutions um, cannot even accommodate the doctors that we want to, 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 to train. You look at interns, every single year it's the same story. Not enough posts that we have available to train interns. Um, and so what are we speaking about now? Dropping internship as the government um, from one year to two years um, is what has been put on um, from two years to one year. So as to actually meet the numbers and get more in and out. So we seem to plan um, not in view of everything else that's going on, but everyone and every single department seems to not necessarily speak to each other as well um, as they could. Education, health, etc. Um, and do things that you know would 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 yield future benefits um, rather than excite you know excite um, you know people for just the 
the the, the short um, yeah. period. So so we do feel the significant um, lack. Um, of planning. Yeah, um, I, I'd like to invite uh, as, uh, listeners to be part of this question, uh, this conversation, Doctor Angwenya, mm-hmm. if you don't mind, and uh, you can uh, call us on o double one eight eight three o seven o two. I'd love to hear your thoughts about the issue of safety at hospitals, not just safety, but the 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 issue of the dropping in the ability to to deliver certain services. My last mm-hmm. e- encounter with the hospital was the birth of my son who's three years old and he was born at uh, the Tswane clinic out in uh, in um, uh, in pretoria uh, you know I, I i couldn't afford medical you know private hospitals so I, that's what i needed to use despite the 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 wonderful efforts of the nurses the doctors that work there i mean these are people that are really dedicated and working hard but you look at the conditions under which they work, Dr. Edward Nguyen. You, you look at the, um, at the fact that they, they are walking into hospitals that are, quite frankly, unsafe to walk into. Um, these are nurses, uh, women, uh, doctors are, are there, but you can see they are almost, they, 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 they're just not being acknowledged for the good work that they do, perhaps not only in terms of remuneration, and that's a conversation all on its own, but just in terms of the environment that is supposed to keep them safe. How do we expect them to give a service that is going to, uh, that is going to be in any way significant to the population of this country if they are not being looked after in those simple terms? Mm-hmm. No, certainly, and and one just to add to that, I mean the environment is everything. Um, you know, resources is a big thing. It's one thing to have me at a certain hospital as a surgeon, but it's another thing to have me in theatre without an anaesthetist or without adequate equipment. Um, you know, to to continue the facilities. I mean, um, we 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 have hospitals, TDH, one may mention, um, where we have theatre facilities there. Um, but certainly, I mean, the, 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 the way the center is structured is one that it's next to Steve Biko Academic Hospital. Um, there's, there's, there's no surgical, gynecological, um, specialities except those which would come from Steve Biko, um, on a training basis. But, um, the center, the center is such that it can handle, um, the, the, you know, the, 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 the patients um, and the pathology that it should handle. But the resources um, are inadequate as well. Um, the very same hospitals with the big names, and I've worked in, in, in a few of them, um, they, you know, we, we struggle with simple resources, um, never mind human resources. The human resources is a problem. I've, I've pushed, you know, over 24 hours working for 30 hours in a hospital, and there are doctors who continue to do so, um, you know, trying to deliver that service. And and I do feel it makes it difficult if the infrastructure and the resources are not so adequate. But the, the, the part that saddens one is that um, I heard you mentioning Mami Lodi and not speaking on the merits of the case um, where patients was... Um, Tied, tied to the down, chair, yeah. It, um, to a chair. It's, it's so interesting that whenever you hear such issues, um, immediately, without question, you would hear um, the, 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 the Ministry or the Department of Health clamming down immediately and suspending doctors or the management thereof or the healthcare professionals. 
But we've heard of so many safety issues, and where have you for once heard um, of management taken to task? When you heard the CEO of this hospital was fired um, because of X, Y, Z, there was a rape incident. There were gunshots, you know, etc. But where do you hear? So so what are you actually saying to me, Dr. Nguyen? Are you saying to me that there is an inability to hold leadership accountable? I think so. Certainly, that's what I'm saying, that accountability is a problem, um, that you can continue to, to, to run and continue to have problems and not be accountable. Um, and, and, and that is a problem because then the same thing can happen next time and one is not held accountable. I should be held accountable if I fail in my duties and my clinical role as a doctor in administering mm-hmm. health. And certainly I am. But however, for management, one seldom hears of them being held accountable. Yeah. So then one then would question the will, the commitment and the repercussions, um, you know, in that role. And so it seems like you represent as some, uh, you know, various levels of, of, of medical professionals, right? I, I, I imagine doctors, senior nurses and so forth, people who are in the medical professional um, who I would imagine have to take the Hippocratic Oath at some point, right? Mm -hmm. To what extent do you think um, do you think the Hippocratic Oath in other words, the calling Mm -hmm. of medical practitioners is still taken seriously by medical practitioners, senior medical practitioners within the context of people wanting more money? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, um, I think certainly those um, who would go, and one cannot speak for the majority, but I I would say certainly um, it is taken seriously. You know, to go through and study medicine I mean, um, takes takes a long time if you compare it to to other professions. I mean, to be there for six years um, studying medicine um, as compared to, let's say, another profession, generally there are four years, law accounting. Um, and you can get a faster start. Certainly there's that. But even after finishing, you must still do internship two years, do community service, um, then be an MO, try to specialize, um, which takes five years. I've gone through all of that. Um, there's, it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of effort. Um, and I would say majority of my colleagues, when I look at them, they do take the oath quite seriously. Even if you leave state, go to private, um, certainly you take the oath very seriously because you have patients, I mean, who the assumption is that everyone in private is wealthy and has money, and that's not true. Um, a majority medical aid funds run, you know, um, very fast. And there, there's a lot of pro bono work yeah. that doctors would then do. Um, so certainly that humanitarian part is there. Um, the part of money remuneration will always be there. Certainly those people have families. I have a family, you've got a wife, got kids. Yeah. Um, and I cannot take my certificate to the filling station, um, you know, to, to, to ask for petrol. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and, All right, uh, Dr. Nguyenya, we've got a number of calls uh, from our listeners mm-hmm. who want to engage. Uh, please, uh, if we can do so. Uh, Tau is in Johannesburg. Hi, Tau. Mm. Yes, uh, is that Aubrey? Yes, uh, Tau, this is Aubrey. 
How are you doing? I'm well, thanks, Tao. What is on your yeah, mind? I, yes, I just want to challenge you. If you are 45 years, until we change the policies how we run the country, you are going to go on pension while still talking about the same thing. Look, security is not about a man because some, sometimes people are forced not to lie because if you tell the truth, then they will fire you. Um, we have, uh, you remember, in terms of the constitution, even a foreigner is entitled for the service in the hospital. But if that is the case, if you cannot uh, have, if you are not having funds to, to, to support our brothers across the border, that means now, if it's part of a law, that means we need to talk about with the UN to assist us. Because now, sometimes we have, we have policies that are really becoming a problem to our own lives. You know, they will end up making us fight and blame each other. Until we change the constitution, until we change the labor law, in terms of employment, security, in terms of sentences in the, in the justice system, it's very wicked. There are people that right now are whereby their kids and their wives were, were, were raped in front of them because of the lenience of our country in terms of justice system. Other countries can never do that. Here in South Africa, somebody can just walk inside in a house and rape you, and the lawyer will be asking you, how did you rape you, how did you penetrate you, so, so that you will be discouraged to continue with your case. So until we change the, the, our laws, you will talk about the same thing. Which, laws, which laws would you like to change, Tao? The Constitution. Our Constitution is also a problem. Our justice system is... Slow down, bro. Don't worry. Good time. Which law would you like to change? I'm saying, in terms of... of, 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 of look, at our constitution is the main, is the main document that okay, we Okay, no problem. Okay, let's, let's go to the constitution. Which part yes. of the constitution would you like to change? I I'm not going to quote the part of the constitution. I'm just okay, just give me the idea of the part of the constitution. Look, look. Look how look look how the sentence how how do we sentence in 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 in, in court? Okay, but that's not the constitution. That's the law. Which which? So you want to change okay, the Christ, the criminal justice system? The criminal and justice. Okay, okay. Now let's go back to let's go back to the constitution. In terms of the oh, our woman. Now wait a second. You're jumping all over the place. At one point you want to change the law, then you want to change the constitution. What exactly yes, do you, you have to change the law? You have to change the constitution. Yeah, but also. what? But what exactly? Tao? what? Look, look. Crime is done according to your mindset. If the if 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 the, if the part of that country in Saudi Arabia said if you kill or get killed, you will never kill. If in Rutan, okay, so so you would like to bring back? Oh, 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 hold on. So you would like to that bring will, back? Oh, Tau, 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 Tau. Relax, my brother. You've got time. Relax. I'm not relaxed. I'm saying to you. Sometimes but I'm asking you like to the, relax because I want to have a conversation yes. with you. All right, just yes, relax. Easy, easy. Tau. You are making us to use airtime. Tau. Tau. So let's change the laws. Let's change the country. Which let's ones? The criminal justice. Let's change the labor law in terms of employment, in terms of criminal justice. We change it. The sentencing system is very bad. The bailing system is very bad. Look at the extreme. and kill. And we release them after killing, committing the crime in our country. Tau. That's the system. Though we go back to the constitution, though our services, we serve Tau. across the border. It's the constitution which says we should do that. And now, the question is... Felix in Nelspreet, hi. Hello, over here. Yeah, how are you doing, Felix? I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> how was your long weekend? <laughs> yes, it's rough, uh, it was good. It was good, Felix. I was just trying to have a conversation with Dawei, man. He was going. Man. Yeah. You know, some, sometimes it's difficult, you know. I envy. Sometimes I don't envy you. Uh, it's a difficult thing. All right, but let's go for it, uh, Felix. What's on your okay. mind? Okay, yes. First of all, I must say that I'm a medical doctor. Yeah. And I must say that I've been working in the public service for for the past 20 years. Yes. Over. Yeah, so uh, uh, therefore, what I'm saying 
we must put that into consideration. Now, not long ago, I was a member of SAMA. Yes. And not long ago, I was the vice chairman of SAMA Lowfield yes. in Nelspring, yeah. the Lowfield branch. But my problem is this. You see, we have an association, a medical association, to be able to take care of uh, the, the, the concerns of doctors, their safety, their security. And we have lot of challenges with safety and security in our hospitals, in our public hospitals, yes. almost all of them. Now, when I was in Sama, these are all the issues I was raising. Because you cannot claim you are going to give life to somebody when your own life is in danger. Mm. It doesn't make any sense. I can only give you what I have. There's no way I can save your life if my life is in danger. That possibility does not even exist. So when I was in summer, these are the issues I raised. And in my branch, I raised the issue that we must take this issue to court and challenge the government to make sure they provide a safe, a secure environment for us to work. But we don't have, because doctors are cowards, I must tell you this. We are cowards, we cannot stand on our feet and put down the gauntlet. If you want me to work for you, at least make me save. That's just the question. That's just a common sense appeal. But because we don't want to go confronting our employers or whatever, we back down. And I said, no, I'm not going to be part of an association which cannot at least put on the table the basic plan. And I cancel my subscription with Sama, please. If a cleaner has to clean, let him clean because that is his job. He's not doing it for himself. He's doing it for the good of the whole. He's doing it for all of us. Now, if the politicians are not going to come on the table and provide a safe and secure environment for doctors to work, our healthcare system will always be in shambles. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Felix, thanks very much for your call. Much appreciated. Let me speak to Brian in Johannesburg. Hi, Brian. So, how are you? I'm good, thanks, man. What's on your mind? Thank you very much, and I uh, appreciate the conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, uh, I truly appreciate that. Uh, Dr. Nguyen admits that our, uh, the situation, like in terms of challenging and stuff, uh, maybe I didn't hear you, but I wanted to find out that them as an organization, what are they doing in terms of putting up the solutions vis-a-vis -vis the challenges that uh, the state is facing on the mm. medical uh, uh, environment? Because, okay. mm. you see, we can um, admit that we have a solution, I mean, a, a situation whereby uh, the system is failing. But at the, on the other, we need to know what are the suggested solutions that are being put in place to cater for those uh, challenges. Yeah. Maybe he answered that, but I didn't hear you. You are talking about admitting to the challenges. So I want to know, as an organization, what are they doing about it? What's the next way forward? That's what I want to know. Ryan, thanks very much. Dr. Nguyenya, what is the next way forward? What is the way forward? Um, and, yeah, I suppose uh, you might want to con uh, uh, comment on some of the things that we said that we need to change the constitution or the law or both. I'm not really sure what. I was trying to just understand which he wants to change. But uh, w w what do you make of those who call for constitutional changes, legal changes or legislative changes? Uh, and, 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 and some of the things that Brian is asking about. Mm -hmm. No, thank you, Aubrey. Um, 
I think Brian, you know, as he touched on a very important issue that the the question is, look, we've we've diagnosed the problem, but what's the cure? Um the the sad part um is that the cure unfortunately is one that cannot be provided by me on my own. Um as an organization as SAMA. SAMA represents the doctors and um, as our members, we represent, would like that the environment be safe. So we've got to engage um, with the stakeholder. One can sit on the media all, all day, but um, that will not yield solutions um, because at the end of the day, we must also sit around the table. And that's what we do. Um, so we certainly do sit um, and engage with the presidency, um, with the DG, with the ministerial office. I'll give a simple example. If you look at the issue that happened last week with the um, um, the, the doctor who was um, was almost raped um, and, and fought back, yep. we immediately met with the, the provincial Department of Health um, and and had a meeting engaged. And there were securities from that Tuesday that were there in that facility. Um, and we've got a committee, a task team, um, of which we are then involved in, of security around where we are involved in in, 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 in giving, you know, then updates and making sure things are um, going according to the checklist that we had determined. But certainly, remember, um, I'm a doctor um, and my employee, um, is in assisting and giving health um, to a patient. So we must be very clear that the onus um, of safety and security is in the hands of the person who administers the facility. Um, and that's government. And the people who must be taken to task is government. So we will always engage, we will always say, because behind the doors, oh, we are in meetings nonstop, we are engaging um, at all levels. Um, we've been there at the Presidential Health Summit um, all the way going down. So we are actively involved. And furthermore, um, we take our role um, more seriously in that we advocate for the profession in itself and for patients. Um, so we're not just sitting looking at um, a doctor's safety, but safety as a whole for, for every worker, including the, the, the good quality of service to the patient. So we are solution-driven. Um, we, we we definitely engage and we are there at the forefront are, are you being listened to, are you being listened to now especially now that we have a new uh, a new administration mm. are you being listened to you see that's a the, I, I, that's that's an excellent question that you ask because um, sometimes one and has felt um, for, for for long that sometimes you are almost what can I say engaging or in bed sometimes with an unfaithful partner um who you know you we can agree on certain things um just like the situation in Whitbank currently yeah. we said in the meeting we were with the, the the MECs safety and security HODs health um about the situation and what was agreed upon is not there um so you can engage and engage um but as i've mentioned the onus is then on them um and we do in fact um go go to court yeah. But then it becomes a problem um, when the person sometimes does not have the will and the commitment um, to, to, to certainly take that which we've agreed upon, um, you know, forward. Yeah. So eventually the onus sadly is on them. And I like what Felix said. I mean, if you look at the, 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 the guidelines of first aid, 
um, when when you're, you're, you're building um, 702s on fire there, the first rule Dr. I've got yes, to stop you. I'm so sorry. We've run out of time, oh, but I really appreciate your time. Understood. Dr. Ngwenya, board member at the South African Medical Association. Let's take a break. When we come back, Eyewitness News.